And we're back. It was a long weekend here in the States, so you'd think we'd be feeling very rejuvenated, but I didn't have off, and Val's been working like a dog, so we are here with the facts. We are here to dive deep into the events that have happened as of late. Welcome back to another episode of Villa Birds with your two hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. We got a lot to cover. Damn right. You guys, just before we dive into Val's trusted recaps, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who's listened and is leaving us a review. You know, we really read each and every review, and we really take it to heart. Anywho. A recap. to this recap. Okay, guys. I only have one bullet point for Sunday. I, like, I guess I didn't care for Sunday night's episode. I don't remember it much. But Sunday night, the girls had just come back from their debrief mimosa date with the Casa More girls, and they came into the villa heated. They wished Sammy a happy birthday, and then the trio of victims went off into their respective couples to beef about what the Casa More girls said. Sammy was heated. Sammy also had some beef with Ron about whether or not he was egging the guys on. He denies it. Jesse was crying to Will. You know, our girl, she loves to cry. For valid reason. For valid reason. Um, and Claudia and Casey also, I guess, butt heads for a little bit. But of all the messy Casa trios, like, it was, they are just the least, like, there was nothing really happening there. Um, Monday night. We kind of see in Monday's episode everyone just being a okay. Everybody just has swept it under the rug and everyone is chilling. But we see Kai and Olivia being like basically the only couple in the villa. I guess they're not a couple, the only pair in the villa who can't seem to bury the hatchet. We see Tom write a Sammy a poem. Um, very cringe poem, if you ask me. We see Will and Jesse say, I love you. We see Ron and Lana go to the hideaway. We see a Kai and Sanam cutie a date. We Then we have a party in the villa, and Jax Jones is the performer. I guess I've heard a Jax Jones song. I'm going to be for real, though. I just did not know the name. They're like, Jess Jones is coming. I was like, who? But we move. And then after the concert, Tanya professes her undying love to Shaq after she had called it off with Vernon earlier that day. Today's episode, Tuesday night's episode, we see Tanya and Martin beefing. We see Martin calling Tanya a liar. Shaq and Martin have a talk. Tanya then apologizes to Martin the next day. It's still a little bit iffy wiffy. <laughs> and then For we sure. get into a little game slash challenge called Know It or Blow It. Um, it's essentially the same game we see every year. It's like a couple's like who knows who best. 
challenge. Yeah, like the newlyweds game. Yeah, the newlyweds game. That's exactly what it was. Um, except this year, we had the producers throw in some, like, villa gossip questions. Like, they had the Islanders answer, like, who they thought their partner thought was the fakest or who they thought their partner thought was the most compatible or who does your partner trust the least? Or who would your partner couple up with if you weren't there? Which that last question is usually Love a part it. of the challenge. But the other three were a little bit out of the ordinary. And we'll get into those. But and ultimately, Tom and Sammy were voted most compatible and also won the challenge. And that's that for the recap as we get into the birdhouses wonderful recap Val as per usual you just crush it also you just always hit like the main tidbits that really anybody needs to know so if you don't catch up this is why we do it for you guys so exactly good stuff all right well yeah stuff (laughs) it is good stuff and I'm just like yeah period there's nothing else to say but I was gonna say (laughs) that Smooth sailing for the start of this week, sort of, as we see some of our more turbulent couples come back on track and some of our more shaky couples shake up the villa a little more before settling down as well. So this week is really about the craft, about Mission Get Our Girls Back, Mission Will Tanya Choose, like all this stuff is going on (laughs) the past three days, so... Mm -hmm. But, I mean, starting off with kind of at the bottom of the food chain right now, a couple who hasn't given us any ruffled feathers or any tears or anything like that so far, we've got Lana and Ron, Mm -hmm. which the only drama had to do with the fact that our Casa girls had mentioned that Ron was a prime suspect in egging the boys on. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, at first, I really didn't remember him saying anything. But then we talked about this a couple episodes ago where he was fully giving Tom kind of lad's advice. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was so strange because we have never seen Tom and Ron interact in any way. So it was strange that Ron was giving unsolicited advice to Tom about whether or not he should recouple with um, Lydia. Yeah. But aside from that, I mean, I didn't really think that it was worth uh, Sammy being upset because it isn't really entirely out of character. Like, it isn't out of Like, she's she deserves to be upset for sure, mm-hmm. acknowledging that, validating that. I just mean, like, was she surprised? <laughs> um, I don't know whether it's, like, a matter of, like – whether I would be surprised or not, I'd still be, like, annoyed. Mm. Especially because it's going to come out that he lied to Sammy's face because he said he categorically did not do anything that Mm. wasn't, like, supporting Sammy and standing in Sammy's camp, which that would then mean that you wouldn't have told Tom to couple up with Lydia just to be safe. Right. Um, And... We didn't touch on this, but the preview for Wednesday night's episode is Mad Movies. So, 
Sa- like Sammy in the span of wait. two days is gonna go from yeah, Mad Movies wait, is what? tomorrow apparently. Wait, I texted you. I said Mad Movies. I so, didn't see. I was busy at work. Oh my like, god! That was like the preview. Like they, there wasn't an episode preview, but it was like dun 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 tomorrow night. Yes! Mad Movies. Oh so I'm like, Sammy is literally going to see Ron tell Tom to not pick Sammy in the recoupling. And mm. honestly, it's actually going to make Tom look better because Tom is going to be like, no, I know who I am. I'd rather stand alone and pick Sammy than not pick her at all. True. Which, so, I mean, I guess that'll help um, Tom and Sammy be stronger. But yeah, yeah she's going to be pretty mad at Ron. Um, but then other than that, I don't remember, like, Ron being the main insta I remember him being an instigator and like telling the boys that they should not um come stay single at the fire yeah. pit for Casa more but I don't mm-hmm. remember him like egging them on the way Casey was egging Will and Shaq on to get to know other people like I feel like Casey's kind of going under the radar in terms of main instigator but it could just be that we didn't see what ron was actually doing behind the scenes um yeah i think another thing too was even when will was debriefing with the guys about jesse ron was like it was only a kiss and the guys like made a joke that it was you know five seconds one way five seconds the other way so i was like all right like this isn't out of ron's character yeah but I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm so done with speaking about Ron because he had such a strange arc and still continues to have the same common characteristics that are red flags when we view him as a contestant on this show. So aside from that, though, I think the chat that they had together was fine I guess but I think Sammy was right to kind of have left it the way that she did where Mm -hmm. it was like all right you know what I'll keep the peace but yeah it's all gonna come to light anyways yeah you know what else is gonna (laughs) you know what else is gonna freaking come to light the fact that the public is very adamant in expressing and vocalizing that Lana and Ron are giving mates vibes only. Are they? Okay. Yeah, I apparently, haven't seen that. Apparently, a lot of people on Twitter have been expressing that the reason why, like, even for this newlyweds, cup, newlyweds game, like, they just weren't aligning in a lot of Mm -hmm. these like more like sexual and even in the hideaway like they were just goofing off like they didn't have any chemistry and that they don't have any physical chemistry together and I'm not gonna lie I started seeing it I started I saw these tweets like a couple of days ago or like a few times but after the hideaway everybody was like what the hell like this is not and they're not wrong I feel like there was a dent in how they progressed because he showed so much interest in her and then went off with all these like 
these different paths. And so now that they're back, it's kind of awkward for them to continue or, or maybe Lana's a little more reserved, but I think they're way past that though. Like Lana and him or not Lana and him. Lana is like full guns blazing, like heads only in Ron. Hmm. So I don't really think it has, I think she's way past it. Like way, way past it, especially seeing how, how badly he could have behaved in Casa and like knowing yeah. he didn't. I think everything that happened pre-Casa is so completely out of her mind. Right. It's not even a factor anymore. But I do completely see what everyone is saying with the hideaway because like they there was just really nothing there. And maybe it just comes down to her not wanting to do anything on camera. But yeah, nobody ever talks about what their kind of like what their physical chemistry is like around the villa. Like nobody's ever like, oh, we heard you doing bits or like we heard you kissing or like nothing right. of the sort. We see them close, but yeah, actually you're kind of like right. I don't really see them lasting on the outside. Like, I mean, no I never romance. did, but. Yeah, but there's like no romance. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I just think it, honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. But seeing Kai and Sanum together really put things in perspective for me, for Ron and Lana. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they are just, like, you can tell that the energy, the chemistry, the commonalities, like, all these things exist with them. So now having them as a point of reference, when I look at Ron and Lana, I'm like, are you guys, like, pals like I don't understand and so true and I because we were always talking about how like Ron and Kai are like buddies in terms of like playing the game they're always Mm -hmm. chatting game yeah and on we'll get into Kai and Sanam's date a little more deeply later on but something that really stood out to me was Kai telling Sanam that ever since she came into the villa his perspective has really changed and seeing how genuine his chemistry with Sanam is, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's very obvious to me that him and Olivia coupled up out of convenience. Yes. And mm-hmm. then he was, like, very happy to couple up with somebody else knowing that Olivia was probably going to do the same, like, game plan. But right. what ended up happening that he did not predict for was actually finding someone in there who he, de- like, has a deep connection with genuinely likes so mm-hmm. when he told Sanam like ever since you came in my perspectives changed I'm kind of like oh I think he went into this obviously wanting to play the game and like be there for right. like laughs but ever since she came in he's actually serious about mm-hmm. getting to know her and not having his head turn for anybody else that comes in there and I do think that like bothers Olivia to an extent because it's one thing to play the game and it's another thing to like, oh, like you actually don't even like me like at all. Like right. you actually like this other girl. Right. We're going to get to it. I mean, yeah. 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 Ron and Lana definitely getting mates vibes. Like Sammy's going to see during mad movies about what really everybody was like in Casa. So, I mean, good luck to all of them. But I think coming out of Casa though, one conversation topic that you were like heated as hell about last episode was Claudia 
Claudia, not giving a damn about what Cynthia was saying, up until she said that Casey had mouthed I'm sorry to her mm-hmm. during the Casa recoupling. So that this ends up coming in to the villa after this like mocktail debrief and Casey and her have even more of I don't want to say like an argument it wasn't that but it was more of like not seeing eye to eye on like the principle of what Casey actually meant by saying I'm sorry and I thought that it was so wild of her to be like yeah sorry for what like sorry you're not picking her and Casey was like sorry because she was crying like yeah it really made me laugh I was like oh my god Claudia is like brutal right now it just that was so nonsensical and I'm glad that Casey even though like I'm not very team Casey I'm not team either of them at all same they've really like completely turned me off um but just the fact that he had to point out to her that like yeah she was crying um yeah I don't know if you were aware of the human who had emotions standing in front of you because right. clearly you just viewed her as like a nothing person but like yeah she had feelings so I was apologizing to her like obviously and I don't know their whole dynamic is just crumbling in front it's of her shifted. eyes totally um, yeah I don't know what's happening between them it feels like Casey is not feeling it with her anymore and is trying to find, like, any excuse to not, like, any excuse to... They're never together. To, like, have a, like, argument to yeah. then say, like, oh, it's just not working out. Like, I feel like whatever bombshell comes in next, he's gunning for that bombshell for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Claudia's end, like, she's just kind of nitpicking at, like, every little thing. Like, I just... Even though I think she had the least to be angry about, it's mm-hmm. just like she can't decide whether she's angry or she's not angry. Right. And I thought it was interesting on the terrace with Sammy and Tom that Claudia says something along the lines like, oh, if you had to come in with somebody, we'd be done. Uh, talking about Tanya and Shaq. And Casey left that conversation right. kind of like, well, you're all on Tanya's side. Like, you're all in support of Tanya. But you and I, who have only known each other for three days, you'd be mad at me for bringing someone in? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And now we have additional drama because Casey says that in in the newlywed challenge, there was a question of who would your partner be coupled up with if you weren't there? Casey picked Lana, which was pretty obvious considering what had gone on in the villa before. And Claudia's all like, I just like don't know why he would like pick her. Like, is there feelings there? It's like, mm, no. And she started going off on a tangent like, oh, it makes me feel like if Lana would still give him a chance, like he would still be trying. And I was like, you're being ridiculous. But then Casey kind of was like, I mean, if Claudia wasn't here, I'd be giving it a go with Lana. Or if like Lana gave it a go with me, I'd probably still be with Lana. So I'm like, oh my, y'all are a mess. This is but- the connection you stayed for? Like you could have just brought Cynthia. Okay, yes, but also, like, it isn't rocket science because Claudia knows that Casey was into Lana before her. So, obviously, that's the answer he would have chosen. And 
he's not going to pick any of his mates girls because everybody's so sensitive about like all this other stuff anyway. But I think it's definitely this like weird power play where Claudia thinks she's better than Casey. And it's really starting to show in the way that she interacts with him in the way she's got this holier than thou attitude. And Mm. honestly, I just, I really don't find her like contributing (laughs) much it's not even about the likability aspect of it like I don't have to like someone in order to be like okay you know what the villa is like a better place because of them or like oh I'm getting entertained but at this point it's like I'm always watching a lecture or I'm seeing her hug somebody to comfort them but there's nothing about her or what she brings to the villa as an individual that's like yeah oh my she is a seasoned standout you know Mm -hmm. and I think that's what I'm seeing right now but yeah Yeah. I agree with you the next bombshell that's coming in no matter who it is Mm -hmm. because I think Claudia would turn her head too because I think they're both just over it I think they're both over it I think mad movies is definitely not gonna help in any capacity no um yeah I just think that they're both grabbing at straws to like find any little thing that they don't like about each other to just like call it a day and I guess they feel like they can't call it a day normally because they had this whole big romantic reunion um at the fire pit after Casa Moore that it feels maybe too soon but this is why we were saying it's like if you were 50-50 on Cynthia and Claudia, you should have just bought Cynthia back because you knew them the same amount of time. You could have right. continued to give them the same amount of time to get to know them. Mm-hmm. And then it would have, like, you wouldn't be in this situation. You'd at least know that, like, okay, actually, like, I built up Claudia in my head. And now that I'm seeing her again, what we have isn't as strong. Right. And he is no, right totally. in that, like, Claudia did catch feelings too quick and has like expectations of him like being respectable that's like one thing but Mm -hmm. she does have certain expectations of him that are almost boyfriend like for somebody that she's known for yeah like five days (laughs) yeah I don't know but what I do find interesting as we roll over into this Olivia Maxwell Kai Sanam situation I'm going to touch on Olivia throwing Claudia under the bus at every opportunity. I know. At every opportunity that she gets to be around Casey, she is constantly being like, oh, she was really close to kissing Bailey. She was really close to bringing back Bailey. Like, she Uh keeps bringing up Bailey, and I'm like, frankly, we saw none of Bailey, which I think my lucky stars, because if I had to see that chess piece on like my screen for three days in a row with the nipples cut out all weird like that I would have been throwing up at the screen so we didn't see that because I didn't you know that did not happen because mm-hmm. he was not there he was not relevant I don't know where Olivia is like getting the gall to say that Claudia was not as certain on Casey. When we saw her cry the first night over missing Casey, it kind of makes me feel like, let me put my tinfoil hat on, like (laughs) Olivia is trying to find her next route after Maxwell, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like she's setting up 
the groundwork, like she's seeing that Casey and Claudia are maybe not getting along as smoothly. And she's like, well, if I keep feeding Casey this stuff, maybe if me and Maxwell don't work out, I have a shot with Casey, who I know is likable because he ranked over me and Kai in the last recoupling, which she noted bothered her. That's kind of like what I'm thinking is happening. Like she knows Casey is likable, so that's her next move. You little evil genius who has the same brain as me. That's exactly what I was thinking when she was shit talking Claudia in front of Casey. And I was like, wait, 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 time out. And not even that, but she's like acting just fine with Claudia, which are we surprised? No. I cannot. I'm over this. It was so weird. And here's the thing, too, is that Casey's smart. He's definitely taking everything with a grain of salt. Like I didn't see him like lapping into her hand or anything like that. So I don't know. The decision's gonna be his. But I uh you guys earlier I was really laughing because I'm reading Val's notes. <laughs> and I, I think Val is gonna cover this a little bit later, but there's there's a point on here that's like really, really funny. But yeah, Olivia and Maxwell. Why is Maxwell there? Who is he? he? He seems like a really nice guy, but there's no chemistry. Like the boys are all getting bits and getting all this stuff done. And you'll see occasionally Maxwell will contribute like something for whatever bone that Olivia has like provided him. But he deserves better. I cannot believe this. There's no way. And then Olivia was like, I've never felt this way about anybody. And like, you know, when you just know that you're with someone. I haven't seen them talk. I haven't seen them hang out. Like, whenever they do talk, it's about Kai for some reason. And I'm like, I'm like, Maxwell, King, stand up for yourself. Like, you don't deserve this. And and they were all having, like, a debrief, too. I don't remember who the other couple was. I think it was was Tom Tom and Sammy, Sammy, which I find so interesting. Weird. Because she's someone who holds a grudge, but never for, like, the guy i feel like the only reason she has a grudge with kai is because he will not concede her point with her otherwise she would not he shouldn't because he should not always will take the side of the guy whatever i'm so over this shit like you know what kudos to kai for standing up for his rights i was dumbfounded when olivia was like yeah i'm just definitely gonna have to talk to him today but you know i definitely think i deserve an apology girl it's not about you oh my i'm so triggered by that i'm sweating i'm sweating right now i can't like the fact that she was like well don't you think i deserve an apology you called me ingenuine you called me this and all this other stuff and it's like yeah because it's true yeah because it's like even, oh, I don't even know where to start. Even if those things were mean to say, even if she felt like that wasn't true and it was coming out of nowhere, mm-hmm. it's just she has no ground to stand on because the reason he said it was because she was mad at him for coupling up as she stood there recoupled. Uh- <laughs> like there's Which- no none any sort of reflection self-reflection at all it is not happening because 
she is she is playing a game every move she makes in this villa is like a calculated attempt at like character assassination Mm. or on her own part just like making sure she's the center of whatever drama is happening, inserting herself in other people's business and Mm -hmm. making sure that she looks as good as possible. It's not working. It is so transparent and it's not even like in a fun, I can sue way. It's just, it's, it's a laughable joke. Um, There's just no, I can suing about it because Ekansu at least had a redeemable multiple redeemable qualities where she was providing entertainment value she was a girl's girl she would also you know give us these iconic one-liners the only thing Olivia gives us is mean girl energy victim girl energy resident crier when she doesn't get her way and now she is avidly using a casa boy as uh, her, I don't really like, feel bad for Maxwell because that's what he went in for. I don't think he likes her in the slightest at all. Either. Not anymore. Yeah, I don't not think anymore. He ever liked her. Like, let's be for real. Like, she has not come across kind or likable or like any sort of redeemable quality coming into mm. the show. But which what has been transparent is her lack of connection with Kai. So who was yeah. the easiest target? Olivia. Obviously. And Maxwell knows that Kai is like Olivia's physical type. Maxwell yeah. has a similar physical type to Kai. So he was like, who am I going to have the best shot with? Olivia. I like don't mean to say that like as a negative towards Kai, but like I just really don't have like that much or towards Maxwell, I mean. Mm-hmm. But I just don't really have that much sympathy for him because I'm just like if he looked bothered, I might. If he said anything, I might. But Olivia's chatting nonstop about Kai, and Maxwell has never at any point stopped to be like, hey, that like bothers me. Therefore, I'm like, you don't like Olivia. So I don't care. That's really valid. I think I'm just more coming from the side of, like, what do you say in that situation without seeming yeah, I like just, you're about to explode, you know? Because every, every time Martin's pulled... Tanya, I mean, Martin, th- this is an entirely different situation, mm-hmm. but, like, how do you say that to someone, right? Because it's, like, you knew that you poached someone af- even though they had a connection with someone. So I just am seeing it different from Maxwell's perspective. It's, like, there's nothing really I can say. I just have to I mean, there's let like them so get over it. I mean, for him to say, though. Like, Sanam has said it. Sanam I mean, Sanam, been, is like- Sanam, Sanam is Sanam, girl. Sanam, she's queenie, she's cuties, but like Sanam has felt comfortable enough to be like, hey, like this feud you have with Olivia, it does make me uncomfortable. I don't want to be in the middle. I don't want to be like hearing about it all the time, which Mm -hmm. actually she doesn't even have to hear about it all the time because guess what? Kai doesn't care. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, she actually, they both have a genuine connection and she actually has feelings towards him. Therefore, mm-hmm. she has something to say about the situation, whereas Maxwell fair. hasn't said anything about it because, like, guess what? He doesn't care. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, he's just there and he's, like, happy to be there. I mean, Sanam's been a bad ass in the villa mm-hmm. right now. Like, the way her conflict resolution skills, her <laughs> socialization skills, her ability to, like, mend 
make amends with somebody who is very sinister. Like that was very admirable of her to actually sit with Liv and kind of talk things through. And the fact that after afterwards, you know, after Sanam came after, sorry, let me restart. My brain's like not working. After Sanam set Liv in her place during the Casa More recoupling, then they had that follow-up chat where they're trying to, you know, figure out power dynamics. Then they finally had a one-on-one where they really kind of laid everything out. And we see Olivia telling Sanam that all the things that Kai has said to her and whether or not there were any similarities in what Kai has now told Sanam. The just, fact... Yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm like... I- the whole like, oh, he said so many similar things to me. And yeah. Said to you, no, he didn't. He didn't actually. Mm-hmm. Not from what I can recall, because he was pulling up like bullshit to chat to Olivia, whereas like with Sanam, he actually had sincere, genuine, deep compliments about yeah. her. Not only her physical appearance, but her character, right? And who she is as a person. It wasn't like empty platitudes of like I've never been happier like bullshit like not right, saying anything right. about the person in front of him like he was complimenting her character mm-hmm. um and so for Olivia to like all of a sudden after she heard like what the Casa girl said like it's it's always convenient with Olivia it's like oh the Casa girls she hears the Casa girl conversation from Sammy Jesse and Claudia where they're all saying like oh Tom pulled the same exact line Right. That he pulled on me with Lydia. And now she's saying Kai did that? She didn't say that before. Right. It's been two days since that. She wasn't saying that before. Now she's pulling it out of nowhere and saying it to Sanam. And Sanam, I know for a fact Sanam doesn't care because she knows it's true because she was watching the show before, as bombshells do. And she's just sitting there. And she's like, thank you for telling me. Someone who gave a fuck would have been like, <laughs> or believed Olivia would have been like, oh my god, are you serious? I'm gonna go talk to Kai. She didn't even talk about it with Kai. She was just like, thank you. Goes and has a perfect, lovely, amazing date with Kai, where they're so happy, not even talking about Olivia. I'm like, yeah. Oh, Olivia, you're such a joke. <laughs> that's that's the line that got me, you guys, in, in Val's notes. It says, Sanam could not give one fuck. <laughs> not one. Not one. Because she knows Olivia's game and she's not even calling her out on it because she knows it's not mm-hmm. worth the whole, like, Olivia It's not. Shit. But she knows her game. She's just like, I'm minding my business. I got in the villa like I wanted mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. also found somebody I actually really like. Right. I have a better chance at the 50k than you do. I'm chilling. I would be chilling. Seriously. And here's the thing, though. They, everybody can see it. Everybody in the fucking villa is saying, oh, Kai seems different. But they're trying to make it spin it. Like, oh, it's because he's not happy. It's like, no, you guys, we actually haven't seen Kai have any sort of personality because he hasn't found somebody that brought it out of him. So it was just really, (laughs) it was just really weird. I mean, you and I clocked this shit weeks ago. Like we knew, but the thing that made me laugh was how Tanya all of a sudden is on the same side as Olivia. And I was like, make it make sense. This, this is where did this partnership, where did this camaraderie come from? Even Olivia was telling 
Yeah. Well, sorry, babe. Um, even Olivia was telling Tanya, she was like, you know, as your close friend, I recommend that you apologize to Martin. Like, when did y'all become friends? Like, so Olivia, Lana, and Tanya are like the three besties of the villa. Like, they have yeah. a bestie. There's like cliques, right? Yeah. There's Lana, Olivia, and Tanya. Then mm-hmm. we have Tanya and Jesse are like besties. Yep. And then we have Sammy, Claudia, and or no, Sammy, Claudia, and Jesse. Yep. Have a bestiehood as well. I think that like because Alana, Olivia, and Tanya are like the only OGs at this point, mm-hmm. only OG girls at this point, they have like an automatic like bestiehood in okay. the villa right now. But also they have never been in competition with Olivia. So Olivia has actually genuinely oh. been friendly towards them. Okay, yeah, no, and you're that's right. that's why I feel like they're on the same side. That's why I feel like they're in a circle. Okay. But that chamber is so strange, like, because Tanya and Olivia see eye to eye, I guess, mm-hmm. and Tanya was calling Kai fake. Like, she's clearly buying the bullshit that Olivia is, like, putting out there. Right. But in the same breath, Olivia was sitting with Maxwell and Martin as Martin said he was going to start some shit. And she was like, ha ha, yeah, like you should. Ha ha. Yeah. Like, like oh, that's your friend. <laughs> no, you have no loyalties to anybody. Anything that'll like cause a fray in other people's like relationships just for you to mm-hmm. continue to scathe by in the villa is worth it to you. Like, none of these people are your friends. You will do anything to throw anybody under the bus. And her trying to tell Tanya to, like, apologize to Martin, I'm like, maybe that's the one thing you've done here to look out for your friend, but I can't Mm -hmm. even trust its intentions because none of her intentions have come from a good place. Period. No, I agree with you there. And I don't know. I mean... Here's the thing, though. When it comes to good intentions, <laughs> I don't think anything could have been more good than a shoddy little poem to win someone over, girl. <laughs> I'm going to go slam my head into concrete, Anika. Like, I am. I am. When I saw you in that green dress, my head was a mess, girl! <laughs> I. How didn't that give her the ick? I don't know. How? I was, I was screaming watching it. And the fact that it was so long, I was like, damn, why'd you write like a soliloquy or something? It's like, end. It was, I was, I felt like I thought it couldn't get any worse. And he kept going. And I was like, okay, two things. All right. Number one, I'm such a sucker when it comes to things like that. I thought it genuinely was funny. But what I didn't like is that. That doesn't cover it. That's not like, oh, okay, now we're good. And Sammy and her, Sammy and Tom were like perfect after that. I was like, that's it. That's he just all has to write you. I was like, he wrote you like 10 lines of rhyme and that was it. Are you okay? So I don't. Operation Get Our Girls Back. I don't know how they freaking did it. But Tom. All he did, he wrote pen to paper, and I don't even think they have pens or paper, so he put lipstick to tissue paper and, like, wrote out this poem, 
or no, I think he wrote it on his phone. But still, I like could not handle it. It was. But they're was they're terrible. locked in. They're yeah. locked in now, though. No. The poem may have been tough, but they have locked it in. <laughs> I need somebody to go in there and shake my girl, Sammy, because I'm just like. It's one thing to do what you did in Casa more. It's another mm-hmm. thing to have done it every day leading up to Casa more with like four other girls and then come back and your apology is it was just so out of character for me. <laughs> you you like can't get over this line. <laughs> what do you mean it was out of character? It was very in character. This is who you are. I cannot imagine being in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. who does not understand fundamentally who they are. Because then right. what the fuck? How am I supposed to understand who you are? How am I supposed to understand who you are if you are in right. denial with who you are? His prefrontal cortex hasn't fully developed yet. Let's just blame it on that. Because well, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. Mine. I keep forgetting that he's 23, dude. He looks like he's like 30. <laughs> to me, and like he does make me laugh. I like yeah. his like friendship with Casey. That's like about the one of the only things I find likable about them at this mm-hmm. rate. He does make me laugh. I do like his personality, like outside of Sammy, but I'm just like, this man is a walking ick to me Mm. and i just i like i like sammy and i'm just like what are you doing there's so much out there in the world for you and you're settling for tom i know but in the villa settling yeah i get that but i feel like in the villa like i like them together i'm not gonna lie i like them together i like their energy together i just do i think it's gonna last outside the villa i don't know and Part of me hopes not, but I think for now, given the circumstances and given what's out there in their history or whatever, they're back on track and I'm not mad about it. I just, I'm like, I wanted to see a bigger effort from Tom. Mm. I know that he feels bad. I know he got emotional about it and all that stuff. But in terms of, like, actually making an effort to, like, understand why what he did was wrong mm-hmm. and to understand, like, where Sammy was coming from and to actually put an effort to, like, make amends, I don't think anything was, like, done to that mm. extent. Like, nothing, like, what was done? Just, like, a poem. Right. Like, just a bunch of words. No actions. Right. Which he obviously saw his room to prove himself and like not move from Sammy and the rest of the villa. But I just wish Sammy didn't forgive him as quickly or wasn't so closed off to only Tom. Cause I'm like, there's, he still has to show you with his actions that he is sorry and he's not going to treat you like that again. Right. And you on the other hand now have room to like, be like, okay, I'm going to, still get to know you i'm gonna accept your apology but we're still not exclusive therefore like if somebody comes in and like treats me right and treats me better than like you do like i'm gonna give them a chance but it just doesn't seem like that would be the case it seems like she's closed off only for tom and that is like disappointing to me yeah i agree with you when you were going down um your thought process about like oh when somebody else comes in like all this other stuff I was like that sounds great and as a rational person 
that makes the most sense. But who are we kidding, right? Like we we don't see our contestants have this like calm, cool, collected, rational thought, <laughs> like state of mind. So yeah, let's see how it goes. I mean, yeah, Tom's effort in comparison to Will's night and day. Yes, night and day. I, as we get into Will and Jesse, this is what I think making amends is, is listening to your partner, allowing Mm -hmm. them to be open with how they're feeling, even if it, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Right. Being there, being an open camp, like letting them express exactly how they feel and not hiding any truth from them. That is making amends. Your actions, like, I, I don't like this was this was a much better apology and I'm not talking about mm-hmm. the like I love you thing I felt like that was like it was still better than Tom's right but it was it was very showy it wasn't mm-hmm. emotional it wasn't mature but right. when they were talking at the fire pit after the newlyweds challenge and Will mm-hmm. was very open to hearing Jesse out and very open about being completely transparent and honest and growing together as a couple moving forward. I was like, okay, yes, I see this is okay. I can be on board with people making amends. If it is like this, not some million Liam, like bullshit two day groveling, not some Tom and Sammy, like I'm going to write you a poem. Right. Not some Tanya making a fool of herself for like three days in a row and then like embarrassing Martin for the sake of making up for embarrassing Shaq. Like, no. Like having open, transparent, uncomfortable conversation for the sake of shared growth in your partnership. That is what I'm talking about, bitch. (laughs) Period. I don't even have anything to add because you are so right. Yeah, I literally have nothing else to add. One thing I would say, though, as I said that I have nothing to add, is (laughs) I feel like Jesse's got this paranoia Mm -hmm. that's not leaving. Mm. And I think it's going to be really difficult for Will and her to continue as strong as they would have if nothing had happened. And so I'm yeah. hoping that like Will continues to be kind of that rock for her and really making her feel seen, heard and validated and really kind of nurturing the relationship back in the direction that it was headed before Casa happened. So hopefully they'll line up but yeah no tom sammy and will and jesse definitely front runners right now Mm. Uh, and kai and sanam and that's just based on the projection of where they're headed from their historical events in the in the villa so far so really interesting events they're landmarks you know what i mean but anyway i have to i have to shout jesse out for giving will a little bit of stick in the newlywed game when the question was asked who would Will couple up with if his partner was in the villa and she wrote down Layla and everybody was like ah like she that was just funny I liked that I was like okay messy girl like yes 
I would have jumped in the pool. Like, I would have, like, died. (laughs) I loved it. But what I wanted to finally dive into, Tanya, your confession, your profession of love in front of everybody after Jack's Jones. Why would you do Martin like that? Oh, my God. She is a menace, dude. I could not. My face. That entire speech and the camera panning back and forth to Martin. Like, I was screaming. How how could you do that? And then she, like, announced how she, like, left her bed to go and kiss Shaq in the middle of the dark. And you could see Martin's face. Like, he clearly did not know that, dude. I was dying. She, this girl, this girl is the newest member, female member of Destiny's Childish. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that. And, like, you know what? Shout out feminism for... uh, (laughs) Equality. Yeah, equality for allowing us as a gender to have a member in Destiny's Childish. You know, for allowing us women to have, like... Uh, Destiny's Childish representation, a female <laughs> fiend, a female hot girl. That being said, I cannot condone nor I do su- nor do I support the actions. It is truly a mixed bag of half truths, and a, you know, with a little bit of gaslighting sprinkled on top. I know oh, it's painful to watch. It's painful to watch. Because I just really, I can see her struggling through her feelings for Shaq and not knowing how to proceed and just like, just making every wrong decision and trying to make amends. I'm like, this is everything that you do not do in Love Island. I know. She's like weighing her options. And every time she's like, what if I made the wrong choice? I'm like, that is so 23 year old of you. That is so lack of prefrontal cortex of you. Seriously. But here's the thing, dude. I feel for Martin so hard. Um, I I, I feel for him. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you, like, just in that moment where he was literally sitting, like, standing there with, like, mug written across his forehead. He was so dumbfounded. And he's really trying. He tried, at least. He had several conversations with Tanya where he was like, hello. And so that's the only reason why I'm saying like I feel bad for him because he actually did try like he was he definitely was like shit it's good to be here but like (laughs) he actually then put an effort after that remember he was like I'm just happy to be here (laughs) but I remember I remember yeah yeah but now annoyed with her for saying all that shit like you're just a test yeah no he really was trying to get so much information out of her he was like Mm -hmm. how are you feeling and every Every time he tried to communicate with her, she just, like, got aggy, wouldn't give anything up, was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, for it all to amass to her going back to Shaq. It's like, you knew where your head was, like, you trying to say that you didn't know is a lie, and her trying to say that, trying to lie to Martin that she didn't have the opportunity to tell him about the kiss with Shaq. When she had, like, 
breakfast mm-hmm. with him. She had time to tell Jesse. She had time to like tell other people. She told the whole group instead of telling him. It's just like you're lying. And I can tell that her lying is like her trying to not only like spare feelings, but also choosing the path of least resistance in terms of getting Shaq back. But it's just embarrassing to watch. It's pretty gringy. I can't lie. Yeah, like I know it takes two to tango. But in this situation, Tanya was completely in the wrong. She missed the mark. She didn't clearly express how she felt about Shaq to Martin while they were in Casa. In fact, she barely brought up any sort of attraction that she had to Shaq to Martin in Casa. Transition now, she brings him into the villa. Shaq is literally at a loss for words because why would you do that? Also, You know, you and I kind of talked about this, but the whole quote-unquote exclusivity that they had before going into this whole Casa Amor test, if you will, that got broken. And a lot of girls, I feel like, didn't express to Tanya how serious this misalignment was. And while some of them did mention, like, yeah, you definitely should be apologizing, like, oh, you know, this isn't really a good look – it just kind of fell on deaf ears, and you're totally right. Yeah. It was Lana, weird. Lana was like, um, well, I'm just playing devil's advocate because yeah. like, in this situation, like, like, you would be wrong. I'm like, just say it with your chest. Why is, like, why are none of them saying she's wrong? Like, everybody knows she's wrong. Yeah. So it was just so strange to, like – see that right and then Mm -hmm. we've got our newlyweds game martin is all of a sudden this outsider untrustworthy person even though he has not done anything that would Mm -hmm. prove that prove that he is somebody who's not worthy of being in the villa or not worthy of anybody's trust like if you think about it and I'm not trying to victimize him, but he is a victim. Like he, he came into the villa thinking that, okay, yeah, Tanya definitely has an interest in me. She's done with Shaq, like Dunzo. And she comes here and the mm-hmm. same, like the next morning she tells me that she's still in love with this guy. Like she literally said, yeah, like, cause you know, I, I just, I love him. And that is just the weirdest yeah. thing. To- well, I find, I found everyone saying he was so trust untrustworthy. So strange. Cause their excuse was, well, you haven't been in here that long. Like, you've been in here the least time. I'm like, well, Maxwell is right there. Right. It was... um Been in here as little time as Martin has. Right. So, that excuse is bullshit. I think one person said it, and they all used it as the excuse to call him, like, untrustworthy. But I'm like, it's weird. It's It's giving really weird that you guys, like, don't like him or some shit. I don't know. Maybe he said... Maybe he's brought up he's friends with Dami behind the scenes, and maybe that's why they're like, oh, you're fake, but... I don't know, but one thing I will tell that's you... That's just me making an excuse. One thing I will tell you, though, is that... Uh, not Dami. Martin is, like, dripping in the villa. The fits, always on point. The glasses on his facial structure with those slim sleek glasses that are in right now looks so good like he's even though he's getting dogged in there for some reason like he is keeping it tight and honestly I hope he finds someone but I'm really really worried because 
when you become like scrutinized like this over nothing, it's really difficult for you to stay in the villa and have a smooth rest of your journey. So I don't know what Mm -hmm. the end result for him is going to look like. But I think pivoting, though, like Shaq has been vindicated. Tanya has apologized. She has professed her love in public. Like, and and Shaq is such a great guy that he has set Martin aside and really, really not held anything against him. Like he and Martin are absolutely mm-hmm. fine. And honestly, you just can't see a guy who's bigger than that. Like Shaq fucking rules. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I was right. He did say he was talking about leaving the villa. Yeah, you were. <laughs> he did say he was thinking about walking mm-hmm. up until um Tanya's speech, like he, that exact day, he was thinking about walking mm-hmm. and he was happy he didn't. Um, I think my thing is like, I do think Tanya's final apology to Shaq, bar, you know, the lies she told Martin, bar the fact that Martin found out some mistruths mis- yeah. that she was telling him, I think the apology was actually good. Mm-hmm. And she actually finally owned up to what she was doing to Shaq. Um, and she was crying. But, like, her crying, sobbing like, like that. Like, doesn't do anything for me. It, it doesn't. Well, it was more so that I could tell how scared she was to lose him. And it explained to me why she was acting so erratically. Like, I feel like she just is immature still. And instead of, like, like being okay with the consequences of her actions Mm -hmm. she will like act erratically instead of being mature because she just she's not at that level yet and I guess the consequences of her actions finally like led her down a a a pathway she didn't want to go she was about to lose Shaq yeah yeah and that's why she got so emotional and finally like owned up to everything at Mm -hmm. the end but even the next day and the way she acted with Martin like I'm just like you have a lot of work to do like you have a lot of maturing to do and we're not even out of the woods Mm -hmm. yet because we're going to see what she said to Martin at Casa at movie night and it's gonna be bad. She only had bad things to say about I Shaq know. at Casa. Martin only had bad things to say about Shaq at Casa. Like I think the apology is not. It's really not going to cover like all of that. Like I can't. I still can't even believe Shaq forgave. Yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how he's going to get past seeing what actually happened at Casa. I don't know, but all I'm saying is bring on mad movies. <laughs> okay, come on, soundboard. We never use that, but in this one moment, you're like, mad movies. I had to. But you guys, I'm so excited to talk to you guys on Saturday with what is about to happen for Mad Movies, what they show, what they didn't show, the aftermath. And you know that aftermath's going to last a full three days after, too. So I'm so excited. 
That aftermath going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be so fucking bad, dude. And no one can be spared. Everybody has thrown everybody under the bus. There has been some sneaky, sly, coy-ass shit that's been said, that's been done. There have mm. been all sorts of things. Like, our islanders are in for something tomorrow night, dude. Oh, are they? <laughs> I just am really hoping... I'm really hoping to see some Olivia clips. Yeah, yeah. I just need anything to send Olivia home at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to say mm. it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but I need her to go home. I am sick of her. Yeah. I We've been sick of her. And I don't mean to be, like, beating a dead horse. Like, I don't want to sound like we're bullying her or some stuff. But she's just a bully she's the bully and i just i'm tired of seeing her on my screen so we need to get her out we need a vote. yeah you guys like i think it's just about the good energy at the end of the day but listeners like we have never seen this person happy we have never seen this person contribute positivity or a sense of unity in the villa and i think at the end of it right that's what we really look for in contenders that we see who are just longtime favorites, right? And and unfortunately, mm-hmm. she's just becoming known for either victimizing herself or making something about her. And it's really frustrating to see. Like, I don't know if she's like this in real life, but given the secret beef with Zara, like maybe this is how she is. And unfortunately, like, we're just going to keep on seeing it until the public does as well, which I'm sure they do. I know a lot of people are like, okay, here we go. Like, here we go again with her. But I don't know. But In the meantime, though, tell us what you think. Come join us on social media. Val has been a powerhouse on our TikTok, posting TikToks every day, posting memes, posting response videos to good ass stuff. So follow us on TikTok at VillaBirds. Follow us on Instagram at VillaBirds, where you can see clips of most of our past podcast episodes and watch these very informative graphics that Val makes for us week over week. Additionally, we are a cyclone on Twitter this season where you'll find either one of us, both of us, or none of us live tweeting on our Twitter at Pod. Coincidentally, usually when we're both live tweeting, it is opposite opinions at the same time, making us look a little crazy, but just know <laughs> it's just two of us on there. <laughs> And that's why it looks a little so wonky. So true, so true. <laughs> Ever since you pointed it out, I went through and I was like, wait, she's right. <laughs> why are we? <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny. I'll even like, I'll even like respond to our own tweets yeah. sometimes and be like, Anika, girl, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's just all in good fun. So if you want to come and laugh with us or even argue with us come and find us on social media we're more than happy to hear you out and and really have a fun conversation with you but with that thank you and goodbye peace